The Sonic Truth, brought to you by Advertising Week 360 and Veritonic, the audio intelligence platform. Bite-size shareable content. By the time you're hearing this today, you've probably already shared three TikToks. But sometimes short-form content can solve a real business challenge. Take the packaging of spoken word content. How do you get a podcast, for example, in front of consumers easily and give them the gist of it quickly? Mari Yoler created Snackable to solve the problem, using AI to produce clearly summarized, easily discoverable, and shareable spoken word content. Our own Scott Simonelli sits down with Mari on this episode of The Sonic Truth. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do now and, and how you got here. Uh, I'm Mari Yoler. I'm founder and CEO of Snackable. We are a technology startup, three years old, venture funded, and headquartered in New York City. And personally, I've been the audio meets content meets artificial intelligence world for the past five years. And so Snackable is actually my second startup in this space. Uh, before Snackable, I found a company called Scarlet, and we conceived this entirely new kind of a voice assistant, one who would talk to you proactively as opposed to forcing you to ask questions. And Scarlet was really the first place where we really saw how powerful short-form audio can be. And in some ways, it was also the genesis for Snackable. Originally, I'm from Estonia, and I was fortunate as a kid to grow up at a time when a really transformative change was happening in Estonia, meaning that we got our independence from Soviet Union. And so a whole new country was basically built from scratch. And I saw firsthand how technology could be leveraged because Estonia simply didn't have the resources to build this analog expensive infrastructure. So everything was built digitally. And today Estonia is a leader in digital government and provides a platform for public and private services. So again, I think seeing technology from early age and the transformative power of it really is something that has drawn me to it since and also to the opportunity to have uh, a part in building products that kind of can affect this transformative, positive change. So I stayed in Estonia for high school, and then I came to the US without the long-term plan to stay. Well, 20 years later, here I am. And I came to college. I went to Middlebury in Vermont, studied Chinese and economics, and then went, to, went into consulting. So I worked for a boutique consultancy in Washington, DC called Kaiser Associates, and did majority of my projects for tech and media clients. Um, got my MBA from Harvard, and then went to the operational side. So I was actually an entrepreneur before I was an entrepreneur. I did some early work at companies like Virgin Mobile and Nokia, um, building and scaling products like bringing mobile maps to emerging market users. What, what, what about audio kind of pulled you to, the, to that? Yeah. So I think there's really two events that I can think back on. One was when we first launched Scarlet. And we really saw how much people were drawn to this short form personalized audio. And we wanted to build a content ecosystem around that. And, you know, perhaps unsurprisingly to many of the listeners of this podcast, you know, we all know that audio doesn't get produced in short, personalized clips. It's really kind of bigger monolithic blocks of content. You can't really look inside. Um, you know, there's very little metadata to make it truly searchable. So the possibility of unlocking the wealth of this world's audio is something that really sounded very compelling to me. And that also later gave birth to Snackable. And the other is really 2020. I mean, last year, we were talking about the approaching audio-first web at Snackable. And then 2020 brought us the audio-first world. I mean, with COVID, we were just thrown in headfirst. 
um, it, the digital transformation that companies have been talking about for a decade now just happened overnight. And it was a drastic change because all of the conversations were now being held online. I mean, the examples of personal are you know, known to everybody, homeschooling kids, schools happening online, you know, working on Zoom in PJ bottoms all day long. But what's really interesting for us at Snackable is the enterprise side of things, like what's been happening with all the large online events like Apple's product launch, all the trade shows, uh, the thought leadership that companies produce, like that hasn't gone away. Vegas shut down, but those events moved online. So uh, what, what's interesting about it is actually it's more expensive, turns out, to hold these events online than it is to do them face-to-face. So it's even more imperative to get the content in front of the right audiences in the right uh, packages and in the right channels. So yeah, assuming you know, our audiences, marketers and brands and people who work at, at enterprise you know, companies, what is Snackable and how does it fit into their business? How does it fit into the world? We solve essentially the packaging problem for spoken word. So we sit in, in between the content production and content distribution. So to give you a, um, an analogy from, from the physical world. So imagine you went to a bookstore and every single book in that store was shrink wrapped. So all you could see is the front cover and the back cover. So on the front cover, you'd see the title of the book. The author on the back cover, you would maybe see a couple of reviews by people who were paid to say nice things about it. But you couldn't open it. You couldn't see the table of contents. You couldn't browse the chapters. You couldn't read out an interesting highlight to a friend. So basically, it was extremely limited. I mean, when we got to the online book sales, we would have you know Amazon introduce feature like look inside to unsurprisingly that was really necessary but if you're an audio producer today you're still creating and distributing the content like a shrink wrap book so what snackable does is that we use ai to basically provision that audio content with data and structure so it can become transparent so you can put it in front of the right audiences in the right channels and also in right packages and in our parlance it's mostly short form content for better discovery or in other words snackable content you know, that's one thing that obviously my world here and our world at Veritonic is 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 audio focused as well. And and one of the things that we're always fascinated by is is the the time aspect. Like how how does how does time relate to audio and, and audio relate to time? And, and and I think one of the challenges is you can't you can flip through a couple of pages of a book to stay with your analogy, but you can't mm-hmm. because it takes time to hear all that content. Um, transcribing it's not good enough, right? It, it, because it's because of the time factor. You know, it's so like. How does that packaging work and what is Snackable doing to help make it accessible, make it you know, something that people can, can use? So I think audio discovery in general is really resistant to discovery. You have this, what do we call the monolithic blocks, but it essentially means like fairly long recordings. And at best, what you have is that you have indexing on the, on the title, maybe the category or maybe the description level. But what's inside is, is still unstructured for you know, search engines and other kind of internet tools, and it's really difficult to kind of extract the right bits. So those right, the interesting bits, so to speak, are still remain hidden within the long form audio. So what we're trying to do is really go deeper into the actual content itself and say, okay, here's how this content breaks down into its natural chapters. Here's a different guest in this podcast. Here's a different parts of this webinar. Here's the metadata. So it basically allows this content to become much more easily searchable and accessible and allows us to extract kind of the short form pieces out of that 
for various dis distribution purposes and also monetization purposes, because now if you have short form content and you have the right metadata, it also becomes much easier to um, give that give the targeting elements for better monetization. One thing that you know that, that I think is also a challenge is people interacting with audio. So we're seeing yep. voices as the user interface become more and more of everybody's lives. I look at you know the world in general. I right? expect to be able to talk to just about anything. Uh, yeah. These days, but but one area, you know, like if you look at like a smart speaker, or you look at kind of voice technology, you know, a lot of times the results you get back um, are very limited, and that 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 conversation can be very binary. Um, how do you see Snackable playing a role there? If I'm saying, you know, if I'm talking to Alexa or Siri, can I, how can Snackable help improve that response? We'll be right back. How do marketers use insights, like you're hearing on this program, to run more effective campaigns on podcasts, radio, streaming services, and more? By informing every decision with data from the Baritonic Audio Intelligence Platform. Click the link in the episode description to get our infographic that demonstrates how data can work for you now, from leveraging the most effective voice for an ad to knowing how you stack up in the market and forge deeper relationships with customers through sound. So I think when it comes to audio search, we've really only just scratched the surface. I mean, you're right today when you ask a question to Alexa or Google Assistant, at best you'll get back a Wikipedia entry read out by the machine voice. Now I imagine you were able to instead replace that with a real like excerpt from a real human conversation. I mean, as humans, we've recorded 160 years of audio content. So there's like incredibly rich universes content that exists, both historic and also modern. And it's, as you know, highly emotive. You know, audio is really powerful as a storytelling tool. So I think we have a long ways to go to, not very really long ways to go, but there's a lot more opportunity to unlock the potential of audio search and, and, and expand what we can do. But that, that, of course, then requires that we're able to, again, peek inside that long form content and extract the right pieces. And by right pieces, we mean not only kind of like the right length of a clip, but also relevancy, and also be able to make that clip kind of semantically and linguistically coherent so you can understand like who's talking, what they're talking about, and why that's relevant to you. And so, you know, if I could come back to the 2020 context, I think what's, we've now had another proliferation of content because of this entire new industry has has um, mushroomed from, from nowhere, which is the digital events. I mean, they did exist be this before, but what's happened this year is that there's so many of them and the role that they play, how prevalent they are and how much they're important in terms of various communications is, is entirely new since COVID. And it's actually a really big, uh, competitive industry. Uh, there's new interfaces, people are spending a lot of resources. Again, it's more expensive to put on these events. And what's interesting about it is uh, also that these events are much less a one and done because more than half the people attending webinar or any sort of recording for the purposes of the audio conversation, they are attending after the fact, not what they, when the event is, is actually airing live. So the interesting opportunity there for marketers is, it, is actually to put that event in front of many more eyeballs and earballs, if you will, because the internet unlike the conference rooms in uh, Vegas, don't have capacity constraints. Right. So it's a really interesting way to repurpose the content and also get the content in front of the right people. And uh, again, to the idea of extracting the right elements from that content, you know, I was talking to a marketing executive the other day, 
And she said, if I can get five minutes of engagement from someone to whom I've given an hour worth of content, that's a huge win for me. You know, if I'm a marketer, if I'm, if I'm working in an enterprise or a brand, why, why should I care about this? Why is this important to me? Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's definitely important because brands and many of the brands have just incredibly rich content libraries that are effectively collecting dust. Uh, the, the investment has already been made. The content has been produced. And so making it more accessible and searchable allows this content to be reused, repurposed and remonetized. Marketers have been doing this for years with written content, and I think this is an opportunity now to do the same with audio video. I think the really interesting thing with audio, um, and if you think about it from a brand's perspective and the, sh- like the true difficulty from an end user's ability to engage with that content, is that it's really hard to grasp the sheer size of audio. I mean, we all understand the 140 characters in Twitter, but when it comes to audio, for example, if you had an hour and a half worth of recording, that actually translates to 17 pages of written transcription. That's a really long article that you'd probably think twice about investing into reading. So there again, it becomes more imperative of of making that content transparent so that you can break that monolithic hour and a half down into logical component parts so that somebody that you're trying to target and that somebody only has five minutes, you can still get engagement from that target user. Oftentimes, there's very little metadata that gets written about a certain recording. So it's like episode 151, XYZ, and the David Bowie is not mentioned anywhere. Or you have actually some sort of an you know, organizational structure. But again, he happened to be a guest for five minutes in a recording, and, has, and that recording has five minutes of really valuable content. But unless you've really indexed that, there's really no way to easily make that searchable and, and be able to pull that out and really quickly get that content in front of the right users in that very moment. So, to, and to be clear, it's not just this big dump into the into like a new index. It, there's AI involved. There's obviously a lot of there's more to it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, if you just went with transcription, there's it's really difficult to make the audio truly searchable because you know I could do the transcription, I could just think out the keywords. But I was looking for a popular keyword and the first result, like the first episode alone had, you know, 80 mentions of that. So how do I sift through the first 80 mentions in just the first result to find what I'm looking for? So it's definitely AI needed to truly understand kind of like the structure and the component parts of the audio within each recording, but across your entire immense library and make it you know, structured in a way that, and that actually allows the end user to find the relevant bits first. Yeah, you think about it, you know, imagine the written web without search uh, and, and all of the things that, that came out of that. Again, it's not just about finding things. There's a whole, you know, thousands and thousands of applications built upon the premise that this content is accessible to me um, and this content is relevant to me and all. And, that, and that's key, right? Like, you know, there's not a lot of people going past the first page of Google. Let's say everything goes right and then let's hope the world gets a little better. Well, COVID may have brought in a little more focus to some of these things. Let's let's do hope it it, it does go in the right direction uh, in the, over the over the long haul. But what is what is the ideal state of kind of uh, the world for Snackable? What, what is the future? What do we have to look forward to? And and how are you going to make it, it better for all of us? Yeah, I hundred percent agree with you that uh, that we all hope that the COVID is going to be soon a a, a more of a memory and and uh, right. if, if if anything will have made us perhaps a little bit less less frantic and perhaps we travel a little bit less and 
act in more environmentally friendly ways when the pandemic is over. But certainly, cannot wait to get the to have the world again be not upside down. Right. But in terms of the the content discovery, um, you know, the trends are definitely here to stay. And with uh, with the what we're building at Snackable, in this world, we would have structure in audio. So we would have logical chapters and a table of content for recordings like this. So if anybody wanted to come to this podcast afterwards, they would be able to read the chapter titles and you know click into the part of our conversation that was relevant for them. We would also have smart highlights that both Sonic Truth and Snackable would be able to post through their social media um, presence to be able to drive awareness to this conversation and or put them onto our website or app kind of a short previews for the long form conversation. We would have metadata, for example, transcripts that make audio readable, regardless of your hearing capabilities, accessibilities is, is a big trend, an important trend. And it also aligns the content more with how the modern day SEO works so that content can be indexed beyond its recording into the actual content and structure of it and the component parts of it. So I think overall, it's it's very possible to make this richness of audio content and the world of audio we've recorded as humans for the past 160 years. And so make it accessible, make it easy to engage with, especially with the help of AI. If you had to provide some advice to someone who's at an organization who wants to unlock the value of audio, who sort of is, is in a space that has recognized the secular story around audio like they're seeing all these things in their lives they're, they're living in the world today they're seeing it. what is your advice to them i think if i'm if i'm thinking about someone who's at a publisher and is thinking about how do i get the most awareness and discoverability for my content and i think the the way to think about it is is you know how do i what are the channels that i i'm using today and where are my where are my users so what is it that i'm actually going to do to help my content cut through the noise I think the biggest thing in 2020 is that all of our attention spans have just completely shrunk because we're inundated with so much content. So I think the way to think about it is, you know, the trend we used to have was TLDR, which is too long didn't read. I mean, in 2020, we have TLDL, too long didn't listen. So I think it's <laughs> helpful to think of content production. It's like, you know, there is absolutely a reason to produce long form content. It's a beautiful storytelling mechanism and medium. But how do you then take bits and pieces of that and put it in front of the right audiences who have very limited time? Well, great. Well, well thank you for, for coming on today. I think there's, there's a huge opportunity here for anybody, publishers and, and really anybody in an enterprise of any kind. You know, audio is a big part of everybody's uh, existence and a big part of everybody's customers. So hopefully uh, you'll make that better for everybody. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. How do marketers use insights like you're hearing on this program to run more effective campaigns on podcasts, radio, streaming services, and more? By informing every decision with data from the Baritonic Audio Intelligence Platform. Click the link in the episode description to get our infographic that demonstrates how data can work for you now, from leveraging the most effective voice for an ad to knowing how you stack up in the market and forge deeper relationships with customers through sound.